strategy is useless without execution. Today's guest believes that companies can get more done and drive more revenue by looking at business in 90-day sprints. Get ready to be inspired and challenged as our guest, Simon Severino, shares his strategy sprint methodology. Are you ready to accelerate the growth of your business? Welcome to the Revenue Growth Podcast. This is the place for business owners, sales leaders, and marketing professionals to get ideas and inspiration to drive exponential revenue growth. Each week, you'll get actionable insights from the world's leading marketing and sales thought leaders and practitioners. Are you ready to grow? Let's join our host, Daryl Amy, author of Revenue Growth Engine. Welcome back to the Revenue Growth Podcast on C-Suite Radio, the world's largest business podcast network. I'm your host, Daryl Amy, trailblazer and growth architect. We've got a great conversation for you today that is going to help you accelerate your revenue growth. As we get started, we are having a great week at the 2021 Client Appreciation Challenge. The week kicked off with sessions from the legendary Tom Hopkins. We also heard from former Revenue Growth Podcast guest, Lee Sauls. And every day this week, we're challenging each other to show gratitude to our clients in new and inspiring ways. If you'd like to get involved, visit www.clientappreciationchallenge.com or text the word challenge to 21,000 to get access to the rest of the live sessions as well as the recordings. How do you execute your revenue growth strategy? Our guest, Simon Severino, believes that companies should look at their revenue operations as a series of 90-day sprints. He'll share how he advises companies to execute over 90 days with 12 weekly sprints and three core metrics. You'll also learn about the daily, weekly, and monthly habits that drive success. If you need to accelerate your revenue growth, you're going to appreciate this conversation. So grab a pen and a notepad and get ready to learn after a word from our sponsors. Simon, welcome to the Revenue Growth Podcast. It's great to have you here today. Pumped to be here. We are going to have a fantastic and fun conversation. I am so excited about what you've got going on with these strategy sprints. Tell us about the strategy sprint and how that works. You will love it because it's all about aligning marketing operations and sales, which is your philosophy in this community. And I came up with it because I was very unhappy with the way I was living. I was in planes all the time, flying from city to city to help executive teams do market growth. And I was missing my wife and I was was missing my kids. Simple as that. A father trying to be more home. Yeah. And then I was like, there must be a better way. Also, who says that eight hours workshop is a natural thing to do? It is not natural to me. It's more natural to me to go playing with my kids, then running, then do some stuff, then have a couple phone calls, then walk the dog, then cooking, 
And then again, some coaching. That's much more natural to me. So maybe I'm not the only one. Maybe we can digitize this thing. Yeah, yeah. And that led to, okay, let's build something around the real life of people and not just the routines. The real life. Real life is an entrepreneur has 16 to 25 decisions to take every day. Mm-hmm. And it's not every three weeks for eight hours that they think about these decisions. It's right now on the spot, wherever you are, you might be in a meeting and you need to decide something. You might be somewhere uh, after dinner and you need to decide decide something. And this is the moment where you need your advisor, not three weeks later when I fly to your city. Yes. And when all your your colleagues are in one meeting. So is there a more natural way? That was my question. And I started building it for us. And then COVID came and it accelerated just the normal evolution of things. And now, now everybody gets it and wants it. Uh, plug and play right now. 16 decisions right now, short and sweet, ask me the question, give me the answer, give me a template, and then let me play with it. And three hours later, let's talk about the numbers. Let's talk about the results. Yeah. That's the strategy sprints method. And it's much more natural and appropriate to the way we live right now. I love the mindset of saying, hey, you know what? Let's see what we can get done in 90 days. Let's, you know, let's let's take a period of time, let's set a focused goal and let's go for it. Let's see what we can get done. And uh you're seeing some incredible results from companies taking that sprint mindset instead of, yeah, we're going to get together once a month or once a quarter. I love the idea of just saying, here's where here's where we're going right now. 100 yards or for our European friends, 100 meters, right? We're going to do the sprint. We're going to get there. We're going to get it done and we're going to see some results. And you're seeing companies achieve incredible results in 90 days with that mindset. Yeah, whatever you package into a time block, you know, the more time you have, the more you fill it. And the more space you have at home, the more you fill it. (laughs) <laughs> and the same, it, it's, it's, that's also very natural for people. I have just started a fitness challenge where I have to do two exercises per day and have a diet, but it is a 75 days challenge. I would not have started that if it was just a challenge. But if you tell me 75 days you have to endure, I can imagine that, I can picture that, I can grasp that, and I say, okay. Okay, I can do that, 75 days. And and that's the idea about the 90 days, because if you think of traditional strategy, it was always about five years plan, three years plan, Mm -hmm. one year plan. In 2021, we are happy if we can can plan a week. (laughs) Right. Things are changing quick. Yeah, we need to change quick. It's more Lego than Duplo. Make it small so that you can recombine quickly. And and so we have a 90-day year, if if you want. We plan only the 90 days. There is a long-term vision, a three-year vision, but that's a big, hairy goal. 
um, in vivid sense. How we have five pages about it: how it smells, how it looks, how it feels. But that's the big goal. And then we have ninety days, three numbers, three goals, and. 12 times one sprint of seven days. Yeah. And every seven days, we measure these three goals. And the three goals, the, these three numbers, tell us 80% of the story we want to know. The story is, are we going in the right direction at the right pace? That's fantastic. And so what are you looking at in terms of, of some of the metrics? To uh, you know, I mean, seven days is not a lot of time to track progress yet you're seeing progress i saw um in uh, in some of your material just that that uh, idea of that 1% right if we can make 1% improvements and combine those over time we're going to get marginal gains that are going to be really incredible when we start stacking those week on week right yeah we just installed three habits with our clients and people go, but Simon, it's impossible to double revenue in 90 days. And we say it, it's possible and it's even simple uh, if you do the right things. And the right things are three habits. The daily habit, weekly habit, monthly habit. Daily habit, track how you spend your time. How do you allocate your time? Because most of us, we waste a ton of time. Mm-hmm. You can run a global business with 20 hours per week if you focus on it. And the part-time workers, they show it all the time. Uh, people with kids, they show it all the time that you can be much more efficient if you have to. And so we can if we want. But the daily practice is to write down how we allocate time, find the time wasters, systemize, cut, delegate, and do only the higher leverage stuff, the growth activities joint ventures, sales, uh, partnerships, affiliate partnerships, vision, hiring, this kind of stuff, more of that, less of the rest. And so that's the daily habit. Then there is the weekly habit, get your marketing numbers, sales numbers, and ops numbers. And you will love this because this aligns marketing and sales. Yes. So pick three marketing numbers, can be number of email subscribers per week, number of podcasts you were talking per week, uh, number of um, people who jumped on your calendar, leads. And then the sales number. Uh, how many did you close? How many did not show up? How many follow-ups did you make per account, for example? And the ops numbers. How many clients did you deliver to? How, how happy are they? Net promoter score. Mm -hmm. And what are they missing? Can be also qualitative number. And for example, this, these nine numbers, we would measure every seven days. It's important when you pick the three number that they tell you 80% of the story, 80% of, of are we doing the right things at the right pace? And this is different for every company, but you know yours uh, and, and you can write them down. And usually we pick one revenue goal. One is, is just revenue one is around client happiness and one is around community retention slash upsells mm -hmm. if you know these three things every seven days you are not flying blind anymore you you have your data and based on your data now this comes in uh, now you can improve by one percent every week 
before that, you can't because you're flying blind. You don't even know yeah. what to do. I love that mindset. Know, yeah, that's so good. So good. And, yeah. And if you know, uh, okay, last week we had 17 uh, conversations with prospects. Then you can say, okay, next week we want 19. It's natural. And now the team doesn't feel like work. It feels like friends playing basket because you have one goal together. It's that mm -hmm. thing there. You see it. It's 17. Okay. I want 19. Yep. I love that. I love that. And it reminds me of, uh, I think it's in the book, Atomic Habits. They tell the story of the British cycling team, right? The worst, the team was so bad that nobody, all the bike companies said, please don't ride our bikes. You'll embarrass us. But when the new coach came in, um, he said, look, here's what we're going to do. 1% at a week. We're going to do 1%. We're going to work on just little things and little marginal gains. And next thing you know, they're winning the Olympics, right? And they're, they're, they're the heroes. And I think this concept of looking at things in, in weekly sprints rather than monthly, um, it compresses things. Now you get four opportunities for marginal gain in every month. So it's like four X over looking at it monthly, really, really smart. Yes. And when you aim small, you miss small. What we can learn from athletes and their, and their way of training is they are very numeric. These guys, they know exactly the kilograms of the bikes, the, the grams that they have right now, their calories, their number of, of uh, hours sleep, quality of sleep. But they focus on a few very relevant KPIs. So um, I was a triathlete. And I always had three to five KPIs measured and ready. And they would get more and more relevant before a race, but we would always have them also in training. Just a couple of KPIs, a couple of things that you watch. Because when you know your numbers, now you can improve them every week. And when we transpose this to management, there are so many people out there. And I have worked with, with the best brands on this planet. And I would ask them, What's your sales number of next week? And they say, I don't know. And I go, how do you feel? <laughs> right. And Not say, so well, good. Yeah, I never thought about it. So no, it's okay. Every yeah. month we get the numbers from HubSpot. Mm -hmm. And I go, okay. And every month you take decisions. And every month you improve or every day. Mm -hmm. And what the hell are you improving if you don't know what's going on? Brilliant. So monthly, just because, because this is, because the, the, it, this is one example, yeah. uh, HubSpot or Salesforce or whatever mm -hmm. it is, just because it gives you a report every month, that becomes your habit. Well, that, then that's why I also love the book Atomic Habits, make them small so that yes. you can really measure them every day. Yeah, absolutely. Just that small change in mindset to go, what's the weekly number instead of the monthly number, or, you know, even worse, the quarterly number, like what, where are we right now? And what, what do we need to do it? And it allows you to spot problems quickly and solve them quickly rather than letting them become big problems that become a real challenge to solve. Uh, fantastic. What are some, I'm curious, like, what are some of the success stories? Like what, what have you seen out there that's worked 
really well when companies begin to make this mind shift to sprints? One client that started is a, an IT consulting company. And the goal of their sprint was increased sales effectiveness. Uh, every country was doing really well in Europe, just their country was not doing so well. So we said, okay, let's let's get this, let's get this turned around. And the first step was how many offers do you have and what is the profitability per offer? We went through that. We found 17 offers, most of them around 15% profit, net profit, uh, which is typical in that industry, but it's really bad. Mm-hmm. And then we found one with 25%. So we said, all right, for the next 90 days, we improve only this one. All focus on this one. That's the winning one. Yeah, but can we do it? Let's do it. Right. And we did it. We focused on that one. And now the next thing that comes up, okay, let's set up the sprint dashboard every Mm -hmm. seven days. Marketing number, sales number, ops numbers. Yeah, we don't ask our clients every seven days. We will install a client asking system every seven days. Um, Starting just with one email. Hey, uh, what's going well? What's missing? What else do you need? How likely is it that you recommend us? That's it. Then... The second thing was the marketing numbers. Yeah, we don't get them from HubSpot every seven days. Well, okay, let's uh, change. Let's change that. Frequency <laughs> right. of the report. Change the frequency of the report. Pops up that, well, sometimes nothing happens for seven days. Why not? Because, you know, in, in seven weeks, there is this big conference and we are preparing for that. Yeah, and what do we do in between? Do, we, do, you, do you leave from conference to conference or from day to day? And so then you see these topics popping up and then you can slice every elephant that you find there bit by bit and they become more um, chunkable sizes of work. And so you can solve one bottleneck after the other. Mm-hmm. From there, the flow changed. Instead of seven weeks chunks, it became three days, four days activities that you could measure. And now that we had the numbers, we could improve every week. And so after 12 weeks, 12 improvements, of course, 12 time um, solving a bottleneck, the whole flow of this sales team was so much better. And they felt like uh, friends playing basket. They, they had a great, a great spirit in their team. And of course, sales number went, went uh, up a lot. Fantastic. That's so fun. And I, it's just fast paced and everyone's working together. And this was, you know, what I love about this is now we're getting sales and marketing together, looking at the numbers, doing it on a regular weekly basis. And this was so much of the heart behind the 2021 sales and marketing alignment challenge was let's just get in the room <laughs> together and work together on something in these, these uh, quarterly sprints um, that really is a, a fantastic model uh, and way to look at it. Um, what advice would you give to a company that's considering, you know, going, wow, this is this is kind of an interesting idea, thinking about um, getting sales and marketing working together in a sprint type format. Um, you know, how, how where where are the pitfalls? Where where does this uh, where do the wheels fall off, uh, as we like to say? 
it's really all about these three habits. Every mm -hmm. day, really every single one learns about how you allocate your time. How can you get rid of some low leverage tasks mm -hmm. by systemizing, delegating, cutting? And how can you do more of the high leverage tasks, joint venturing, affiliate marketing, uh, working on form, fit and function of the sales system, not mm -hmm. in working on form, fit and function of the marketing system, not in the marketing, mm -hmm. hiring, firing uh, and vision. These are the highest uh, leverage tasks that you have in a company. And how can we do more of that? That's the daily habit. Yeah. Every yeah. single one is a leader in a team. So every single one. In in our case, you know, even even admin roles or support roles have exactly the same three habits that I have, and they are also in charge of leveraging their time better. And whenever they do a process, they are. Uh, they are asked to write the process down and to start hiring somebody that will do it. So mm -hmm. everybody is a leader in a team, not just the leadership team. Everybody is a leader. So everybody should evolve gradually into higher leverage tasks. That's how a company grows and scales. Mm -hmm. So it's a habit for everybody. Second habit is the, the weekly numbers. Get your numbers because you want to know the sales number of next week. Otherwise, you are flying blind. So if you fly blind, you cannot make good decisions about when to hire, which role to hire, which how, how much budget you have for that hiring. You don't really know. Mm -hmm. And then you don't do it. And if you don't do it, you are not ready for scaling. And if you're not ready for scaling, you are hindering yourself you are holding back your own growth yeah wow so powerful uh, just very practical and very very powerful i love the concept and I, I love um what's what's going on here is very exciting hey i'm curious how can uh, how can we learn more about these ideas and i know you've got a ton of resources i love your generosity in that area we are happy to, to give away a lot of stuff. And one thing that, that is particularly helpful nowadays uh, is what we call the equalizer. That's how I do my monthly budget mm -hmm. uh, with my team, half an hour every month. And I want to share this template with you. It's a spreadsheet. And this half an hour changes everything because budgeting is not just budgeting. By but when you budget, you think what is important, what is less important, what gets more attention, meaning money, mm -hmm. and what gets less attention, less budget. So it's a really important discussion to have. And every month we cut some things that are not working and we reinvest that in whatever is currently working. This sounds so simple, but if you do just that, Cut 10% every month of what's not working. Reinvest that in what is working. Again, over the year, it's an amazing development, evolution of your business. And this spreadsheet helps you because it clusters with you and for you the main categories. It, it will say, this is where you need to cut. This is 
where to double down on. And this is the middle, manage it in between. Yeah. And we'll ask you a couple of questions, the three competitors, alternatives that your client has, and uh, where do you win versus where are you not winning? You rate yourself in, in every feature, and then you get these three categories. And this is really important because now you can do a budget that is also innovation. And it is innovation that does cost zero money and it saves you money. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, Simon, thank you so much for sharing time. This is so powerful. How can we access some of this stuff? Yeah, they can get it at strategysprints.com slash equalizer. Strategysprints.com slash equalizer. Awesome. Well, hey, thank you so much for sharing time today, Simon. This has been a really, really powerful conversation packed with uh, ideas that I think are going to be extremely helpful to everybody in the Revenue Growth Podcast audience. So, man, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Daryl. Amazing community. And thank you for this chance. Awesome. Awesome. And to everyone in the Revenue Growth Podcast audience, I want to say a huge thank you to you as well. You're the ones on the front end getting it done in 2021. And this is a year where we absolutely have to get it done. One of the key areas is sales and marketing alignment, as we've been talking about today. So I want to challenge you to check out the 2021 Sales and Marketing Alignment Challenge. You can get access to all of the recordings with incredible thought leaders like Joey Coleman, Mark Hunter, Meredith Elliott Powell, Jeb Blunt, and so many more. And uh, you're, we want to do everything we can to equip you to succeed in 2021. So check that out, 2021alignmentchallenge.com, or text the word alignment to 21,000. And until next time, let's get going and let's get growing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Would you like to get complimentary access to the Revenue Growth Engine audiobook? Just text the word REVENUE to 21000 or go to revenuegrowthengine.com slash book. You'll get instant access to the audiobook so you can get ideas to help you grow your revenue so you can scale your impact. Text the word REVENUE to 21000 or go to revenuegrowthengine.com slash book to get instant access. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you found ideas to help you drive exponential revenue growth so your business can make more of an impact. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, make sure to like or subscribe. It also helps us spread the word if you'd be kind enough to leave a review. Of course, we'd love it if you would share this with your friends. Together, we are growing revenue so we can scale our impact.